1: We are talking crypto today with the world's sixth largest cryptocurrency exchange worldwide in terms of volume, according to current data from CoinMarketCap. The Tier 1 crypto exchange has set its sights on growing its status here in Asia in particular. How is it continuing to demonstrate its ongoing commitment to facilitating mass adoption and accessibility of virtual assets and Will this translate into less fees for you, the investor? Lennox Lai is the Global Chief Commercial Officer at OKX. Good morning, Lennox.
0: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
1: Great to speak with you. Lennox, do you think that negative sentiment continues to grip crypto markets and what does that mean for how exchanges like yours reach out to consumers?
0: I think uh, exchange is basically the venue for transacting uh, virtual assets. I think we position ourselves as more like a, a, a very safe and robust and compliance uh, trained platform and operated in a global scale, that's for one. The second thing is we heavily invest on underlying fundamental technologies, and blockchain and trying to push the frontier of the industry forward.
1: And how does your exchange stand out in comparison to competitors? It's an incredibly competitive field for exchanges.
0: Exchange is a uh, competitive space, but how we, how we stand out mostly i think currently is we could have a lot of efforts in global compliance so we uh, internally we do have a dedicated product team that's heavily focused on building compliance products in a global scale mm. uh, but that's about one thing the second thing is uh we also push a lot on the underlying web 3 technologies so uh Instead of building the underlying blockchain technology, we, we spend a lot of effort in uh, optimizing the access user experience for general users to access on Web3. So that's why we also have, a, have put a lot of focus on building our Web3 wallets.
1: And we're going to go there in a while, but I want to take a step back because you mentioned compliance. Do you, is there yes. a diverging crypto path for Asia and the U.S.? What is OKX looking as at as a region for growth?
0: As a region of growth, or uh, I think uh, we still see a very strong growth, especially on APEC regions, probably related to the visibility of the of the regulated regime. So, uh, for example, uh, for example, right now in Singapore, we can see a great, a lot of great presence, a great event until 24th night. We got a we, we, we can see that compared to last year, the community and the press of a participant is even bigger. For licensing regimes, for example, in Hong Kong, they got a very comprehensive regime and with clear cut timeline for the participant uh, to, to 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 apply. So that actually gives us a lot of uh, visibility on how much investment that we need to involve to obtain the license. Once so everything is clear, the investment for us would be uh, uh, considerably easier and predictable.
1: All right. Let's turn to what the investor can look forward to with OKX. I understand that just recently OKX and FinTech firm Circle Internet Financial have unveiled USDC features on the OKX wallet and the OKX DEX aggregator. And that this partnership aims to facilitate gasless USDC transactions, eliminating network fees and enabling cross-chain USDC swaps across multiple blockchains. Can can you share more about this partnership and what this means for users in the Web3 space in terms of usability?
0: Yeah, there's a lot lots of technological jargon involved. But uh, in put it in a really simple way, we are uh, interacting and trading and buying crypto access with Web3. Mm-hmm. across multiple different kind of chains. Yeah. It's cumbersome. It's not particularly easy. Mm-hmm. And also, in a lot of ways, it's costly because cause gas fees. Because the interaction with different kind of blockchain, different kind of wallet addresses, different kind of cross-chain bridges, these kind of technological components within blockchain involve costs. So uh, Circle, the USDC, uh, also we build a technology with OKX. That can substantially reduce uh, the gas we involved, I mean the cost involved for people to access web uh, 3 ecosystem. So what a okay, so vision is, uh, we're always trying to lower and optimize the user experience for people to gain access to Web3 and also trying to eliminate all the friction, including causes.
1: Eliminate the friction. Really interesting. I want to pick up on the point of how you're positioning yourself uh, amidst slightly bearish feel for cryptocurrency generally. So when it comes to sports, since your initial involvement with Manchester City, uh, your first foray into sports sponsorship, I understand you've expanded your portfolio. And right now you have partnerships with McLaren's Formula One team, mm-hmm. uh, F1 mm-hmm signed F1 driver Daniel Ricciardo, an Olympic Mm. snowboarder, a golfer, uh, Ian Poulter. So help us Mm. understand why sports sponsorships seem to be a major part of your company's go-to market strategy.
0: I think uh, we want to show two things, Mm. right? The first thing is uh, we want to talk to the world that crypto is a serious business. Uh, A serious business that with a a capability, um, they can work with a global brand. For example, like Man City, McCarran, and Karen and the MCC also have these have done a really thorough research and due diligence on our platform, on our business nature and the feasibility of our business. So they can accept up as one of the main sponsors. So we want to talk to the world that uh, cryptos can be something that use and spend in your daily life. Uh, the second thing is uh, we also share these kind of vision. For example, like spot for life. Visions, embracing technologies, raised at the bottom that kind of mentality in between McCarran and Man City. I think that's a huge and great partnerships for people to to understand crypto via the brand life.
1: So I think you know in the popular imagination, maybe what stands out for investors is how with the Miami Heat arena, the FTX moniker was stripped of it after the fallout of. What happened with FTX and MLB cut ties with the exchange as well. So even though there seem to be wrinkles in the alliance between cryptocurrency and the sporting arena, why have you decided this is worth pursuing?
0: Oh, uh, I think it's worth pursuing because sport and race is already sufficiently exciting to general audience. So, uh, I think uh, the key thing is McFarren and also Man City has done a very fair research on the business model, and we are, we are, we are very comfortable with that. So we can build a very sustainable partnership and here to stay with his two biggest brands in the planet
1: so it's also in a way signaling to your customer crypto staying power would that be right
0: crypto can be one of the very most well, can be one of the most important asset costs going forward within the financial ecosystem
1: okay I'd love to dig into that but first tell me what otX is looking at pursuing in terms of using web 3 space to engage with fans That's there's a
0: lot of ways for for us to do. Web3 is a technology. It's underlying technologies. But on top of that, there's a different kind of access they're really able to create. For example, uh, NFT is one of the examples. Mm. So NFT is part of the engagement. NFT is, is a pure technology jargon. But one ex- what exciting uh, element of NFT is we, we can collaborate with all kinds of IPs and brands. Uh, we, and we can also tokenized royalties and VIP privilege with all kind of brands, with all kind of uh, entertainment industry, uh, all kind of, uh, including game industry. So, Web 3 mm-hmm. can be part of their complementary uh, advantage, advantage to the Web 3 industry.
1: So, another layer. You revealed your first immersive metaverse fan experience, uh, part of the OKX Collective. Tell us about this and what is your approach to building fan bases?
0: So the NFT and the song that we represent use we, we want to engage the customer mm-hmm. uh, with rapid technologies. That's the very, for the very first time. friends. whatever, the spot on the NFT industry, that's for the very first time. You can have direct engagement with the brand itself.
1: Directly engaging um, with your brand or yeah. partnerships? Yeah. The partnership brand. Partnership so mm.
0: With NFT, you're literally owning a pieces uh, with the brand. Right. You are not just one of the, you know, washing the races, but also owning a piece of it. You're part of the family.
1: Mm, interesting. So you're not just a spectator. You're an owner. Uh, let's turn our attention to Hong Kong earlier this year Hong Kong became a pro crypto nation they announced a licensing regime for crypto exchanges to offer their services to retail customers and uh, following the footsteps of cryptocurrency exchange hash key I understand OKX is now in the final stage of preparing uh, a license application to operate in Hong Kong technically a VASP license share with us the significance of obtaining this license and why involvement in the Hong Kong market is important for your exchange.
0: It's super important because uh, Hong Kong is uh, also, as in Singapore, also is one of the major financial center uh, in global scale. So, naturally, there were a lot of very robust financial ecosystem and a lot of banking partners, financial uh, institutions as a management firms already stationed and become headquarters uh, in Hong Kong already. So, uh, by having this license. The significant part is we are literally raising the compliance standards of crypto industry, especially crypto exchanges uh, with the, exactly the same level or maybe even higher higher standards uh, with a lot of traditional players, banks, asset management firms, all kind of finance to and also meaning that um, there will be seamless uh, monthly flow in between crypto ecosystem versus and financial ecosystem. They have no friction anymore after the licensing regime is granted.
1: And finally, Lennox, what do you say to investors out there uh, listening in? They're still a little nervous about, you know, jumping into crypto. What do you say to the investors uh, still
0: tentative? I think there's several concerns still lying ahead on 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 general mm-hmm. investors jumping crypto. Is mm-hmm. whether not where now we're meeting uh, the standard that normally Trifon player is operating right now. The answer is we are getting really close. Uh, we're getting a lot of license in global scale, not just OKX, but I mean within the industry. Within the industry, there's uh, a lot of jurisdictions already come up, a relatively robust framework yeah. just designed of this crypto industry. So probably in one or two years' time, showing sure, crypto is exactly similar training and aggregate stock and money in between these two accounts and two asset classes is seamless you can literally sell your stock and for crypto and crypto sell it back like buy your stock and so it literally is living the same account with the same command standard uh, that's part of the easing public the concern the second concern with is uh, Crypto has a very different kind of underlying fundamental principle, fundamental attributes compared with uh, the general asset class like commodities and stock uh, and bonds. So, uh, investor probably need to aware um, the the differences of crypto and how the price drive, how how the fundamental attributes drive their price. Forward uh, compared with other traditional asset calls.
1: So, do your homework, read up, and learn more you're about right. this emerging asset class. And you're seeing regulation yes. open up around the world. Thank you, Lennox. We appreciate your insights. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. He's Lennox Lai, Global Chief Commercial Officer at OKX, joining me this morning in Money and Me.
0: Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider
1: if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.